Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this two-part episode series of The Daily Dollop, I've got seven tips for how to stay healthy over the Christmas holidays. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We are continuing our chat around making healthy food choices over the silly season because we are well and truly into December. The countdown is on to Christmas and the end of the year. Good times. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for a break. I cannot wait for a break, actually. But for those of you joining the podcast for the first time, hey, 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 how's it going? My name's Kate, Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of the Healthy Eating Clinic and the Healthy Eating Hub. And fun fact about me is that I have a pair of runners at the moment that are so well worn that I that they're getting holes in the bottom of them and my feet are starting to get really sore. But I'm super happy about that because a few years ago, I actually fell down the stairs. We moved into this new house that was double story many years ago. And on the first day of moving in, I was carrying a chair down the stairs, slipped, fell down the stairs, the chair made a hole in the wall and I sprained my ankle really, really bad. And I couldn't walk properly on it for months and months and months. And it was a good, I reckon, 12 months of pain. And so the fact that I have worn out my runners from walking is such a wonderful thing because I've just got crazy stubborn and have persevered with my exercises on my ankle, getting some orthotics to go into my shoes and just, yeah, slowly building up and I can do... 12 Ks in a day now without pain, which is super, super cool. But I am due to get myself some new runners. But every time I look at my runners and how they've worn out, it just makes me feel happy. And I think I never want to take for granted the ability to walk and run again because I I love it so much. Been walking my dog, Harvey. He's awesome. I've got a new dog that I need to teach how to walk. And it's just going to be me, me and my two dogs walking. Happy days. But yes, new runners is where... I need to focus my attention for the next shopping spree. But let's get stuck back into today's episode where we're talking about staying healthy over the holidays. And I've had seven tips and I brought three of them with you. The first one being that we want to set some baseline expectations. Second one, removing social pressure and then creating a healthy home environment. So we've got four more to go through in today's episode. So the next one being wise with your drinks. So this is a really big one. I find that over the Christmas break that I tend to drink more sugary soft drink over this time than any other time of the year. During the year, if we have a fizzy drink, it's uh, mineral water and Me and my family really like the infused mineral waters, lime, grapefruit, lemon infusions. Amazing. We really enjoy drinking those. But I just find as we sort of get through to the Christmas season, 
I get a bit, I just get really chill. And so my kids will put a sugary soft drink into the trolley and then I'll be like, oh yeah, all right, it's Christmas. Or people will come over and bring drinks and so then we'll have leftovers. So more sugary drinks tend to creep in. You then have the alcoholic beverages that tend to creep in. You know, while I'm in holiday treat mode, I might do a cooked breakfast and then it'll be like, oh, let's have some OJ. So we'll buy some orange juice, right? And I just find that just due to the fact that my brain's in, oh, holiday, chill, fun, treat mode, that these drinks start to creep in. Now, of course, one glass of soft drink is not spiraling my body into inflammation and, you know, tummy fats accumulating immediately on my abdomen, right? It's totally fine. My body handles the sugar load of that fine. But if I was to do it continually and over a prolonged period of time, it's essentially adding a lot of extra energy to my day without really adding any nutrition. There's no fiber. That hit of sugar spikes my blood sugar levels, which if happens frequently over extended period of time is is just not good for us. And so if you combine that with then alcoholic beverages, maybe extra milky coffees because you're being more social, it just starts to be a, a really easy way that we consume more energy than we need. And the average Australian does put on one to two kilos over the Christmas and New Year period. So, I mean, it's not surprising. We are in a decent energy surplus during that time. So just be mindful of the trap of drinking your calories. Coffee, milkshake, soft drink, alcohol, juice, cordial, right? That All of them can quickly add up and lead to excess energy. And the thing is too, is that not only do you get excess energy from directly consuming the drinks, but indirectly as well, because the research shows that when we're drinking those sugary drinks that it also means we tend to overeat on higher calorie snacks and foods as well when we consume those drinks. So a couple of tips for managing your drinks is firstly alternate your alcoholic drinks with water. So just slow yourself down rather than, you know, finishing a wine or a cider or a beer and quickly moving on to the next one is then go and fill up your glass with a really big chunk of water chunk of water. What even is that, Kate? But just fill up your glass with water, have a nice big drink before you then move on to your next alcoholic beverage. And that will just one, ensure that you're staying really well hydrated. And when you're hydrated, you're less likely to guzzle your alcoholic beverage and just, it'll just slow you down a little bit. Also staying hydrated will help minimize any kind of hangover that you may have if you do overdo it. The next tip is to swap some of your milky coffees in the day for for black coffee or tea. So the milk in milky coffees like cappuccinos, lattes, flat whites can really quickly add up over the course of the day and be um, a, a fairly reasonable whack of energy. So just being mindful of that is a really important part of managing your energy intake. And if you can and you like it, just opting for the no milk versions is a really good idea. Last tip is to try some non-calorie drinks for your next party. So infuse mineral waters and maybe throw some frozen berries and mint leaves and cucumber slices into them just to make them even more um, enticing. Even just some um, like diet soft drinks and cordials so there's no sugar is is a nice option to just reduce the sugar of that. Make sure you check out actually my artificial sweeteners 
podcast episode. It's early on. I can't remember the number. We're up to nearly 250 podcasts. So, but I have done one on artificial sweetness. If you're curious to know about my thoughts on that based on the evidence, but they can be a great option to just reduce the calories if you do feel like having a sweet drink. So the next tip is to be a food snob. How many Christmas parties and functions have you found yourself at so far this year and you're eating something that you're not even enjoying? Seriously, that happens to me when I eat cake. So I I rarely enjoy cake. It needs to be friggin' good cake if I'm going to eat it. And so if I am not enjoying something, I will not just eat it because it's there. I'm a food snob. I never eat anything purely because it's there. I will look at something and I think that looks really good. I'll take a bite and if it doesn't wow me and just like blow my mind, I'm like, nah, I don't want to eat that. Because being surrounded by food all the time can be challenging to say the least, right? Particularly if you have a restriction mindset and you create a lot of rules around food is that food will seem scarce to you in your head, which will make you want to eat it. When in reality, it's not scarce at all. It's surrounding you all the time. So if you're picky about what you choose to eat based on what you truly enjoy eating, it's a great way to curb the mindset of just eating something out of impulse. Then when you do decide to eat it to remove the guilt and the rules and just enjoy every single mouthful. One of my members of my online program said, I'm going to be mindful of the delicious options available and only choose the ones that really appeal to me. There's so much and I don't want all of it, but I'm going to really enjoy the ones I do. I'll also remember that it's only for a little while and I'll go back to normal patterns soon. So that's a really nice balanced mindset that you can take into this crazy food season. The next tip is to slow down your eating. With so many of us feeling like crazy people running around trying to do a million things at once, I'm looking at you, Kate Freeman, it's easy to get into the habit of hoovering your food down, you know, in five minutes flat. Eating too fast can lead to overeating. It can also make you feel bloated and yuck as it increases the amount of air you take in as you wolf it all down. Seriously, that's one of the reasons why people get bloated is the air intake as they're eating. Slow down when you eat, take a bite and put your knife and fork down. Chew it 10 times, savor it, enjoy it. You might surprise yourself with how readily you're able to recognize when you're full and then at that point it's time to stop. And because you've eaten it so slowly and gradually, you don't feel the need to keep eating to experience and enjoy the flavor because you've allowed yourself to do that. And so if you're saying no thank you, then you're you're genuinely done from both a fullness and satiety feeling in your stomach, but also from an experiential perspective. You're like, yeah, I experienced that. It was delicious. I'm ready to move on. The final tip, tip number seven is to redefine convenience food. So nutrition research tells us that a high consumption of food prepared away from home is a major contributor to an excess energy intake. Convenient food is typically high in energy, both fat and sugar and low in nutrients, vitamins and minerals. So what if we redefined convenience food? Well, I've got a link in the show notes to 47 convenient supermarket meals that you can download. It's fully free. It's a 35-page ebook that has literally 47 convenient supermarket meals that uses a lot of the, the convenient food options available at our supermarket that are 
nutritious and healthy and shows you how to throw together a really quick, easy meal. So make sure you grab that download. Like I said, the link will be in the show notes. Well, that's it guys for this episode series. That's seven tips to help you make healthy food choices and really change your mindset over this Christmas season. But I hope you have an amazing time. Enjoy the parties, enjoy the break, right? Enjoy your favorite foods and yeah, just have a good time. Trying to change everything all at once is the quickest way to fail. The Healthy Eating Hub's online program contains a suite of habit-building courses designed to teach you how to eat well long-term in a way that suits you best one habit at a time. What a great way to start the brand new year. Check it out via the link in the show notes. A big thank you to The Capital Chemist and The Daily Dollop In Crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.